It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopets Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopetspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassman coming back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and of course, everyone out here at the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you could like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture. We got another episode dropping this weekend, so hopefully you'll check it out wherever you get your podcasts and on over 30 stations, radio that is, worldwide. Also as well, we've got a Super Bowl preview that's waiting for you at Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Go ahead and check it out today wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and join the munching man over here. That is Mr. Ox1947. Hey, you ripped on my chips and salsa the other day, so I got to get you back on that. That's because you're chewing. Everyone in the Grand Canyon can hear it. Sorry. It was good chips and salsa. <laughs> it's Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. Plus, if you want your lawn transformed into something much more magical than it is today, please go ahead and check out in the Southern California area, Simblades, Simblades with the Y.com. Do you have like a licensed, you know, drink right there? Is do you, you have a water bottle that's, that has? Yes, it? it's nature's water. I know, but is it? Do you have Simblades on there? Is it? No. Oh well, that's next step. That's the next step. That's my kids. Sorry. Okay, well, that's that's even better. I'm not going to ever fall. Groovy, dude. You know what? Everybody sees everything on here on this side. If they looked on this side, it's all my kids' stuff that they made while they were in school, in elementary school. So I'm never going to fault anyone for that. Lou, I'm, I'm snacking on my kids' leftovers. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, boneless chicken stuff from The Habit. Oh, there you go. All right, there you go. Boneless so also, chicken. Yep. Very and also, delicious. 
Also as well, if you can go ahead and support Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there today, go ahead and do so along with Jamie Sweet. Those five things articles at Lakerholics.com are good friends of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Please go ahead and be part of what we do each and every game at playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. We had another great time today, despite what the Lakers did at playback.tv. Great conversations. Nick, FL24, Devotion, Invincible. Great folks that's there. So many that we can't just say great and things enough for. Truly, truly appreciate it. If you want to go ahead and be part of the fun, playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. And of course, our good friends of Hoopheads Podcast Network. And if you can support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Yeah, we were riding so high off a good trade deadline. People are so positive about the moves Rob Palenka can, you know, that he made. Obviously, the big trade for D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. Then he topped that on, on you know, just one more on top of that with Mo Bamba, who will be probably available next week because he still has to serve out games from his, his suspension. But some of those guys will be here on Saturday. Boy, we weren't expecting, or actually I kind of felt that was going to happen after what we saw on Tuesday, was LeBron sending out the game with left ankle soreness. So we've already got a depleted team. And LeBron sits out the game with left ankle soreness. And watching the game tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks, even though the Lakers got off to a really good first half start, everybody was feeling positive. They were feeling competitive. We had a feeling it was not going to be pretty at some point in time. And in the third quarter, it tur- that turned to be the case. Giannis Atentacumpo, he really started to take charge and command of the game in the third quarter. And they outscored the Lakers by 15 in that third quarter. Once again, problems for the Lakers in that third quarter. You can't really fault too much the rotations on this occasion because the fact there was a depleted roster. So I know that, that you know our usual Darvin hand bashing and things of that nature, the lineups, lineups, rotations. I mean, you're limited on, you know, when you're throwing Cole, Cole Slider out there, you're throwing Cole Slider, you're throwing... But uh, Wenyan Gabriel getting extended minutes, but also as well, Anthony Davis. We talked about, as I mentioned, LeBron James with left ankle soreness. It looked like there was something sore with AD because AD, again, for the second straight game, looked off tonight. Did not look like he was into it. 9 of 22 shooting, 23 points, 16 rebounds, but he got out physical, out jumped. Time and time again, looked at, he looked at sometimes like he was nailed to the floor. Giannis was running circles around him. It wasn't a pretty sight at times, so don't let the stats deceive you. He looked like he's something is, and as we speculated on the playback, looked like something was wrong. And the Lakers, unfortunately, could not make up for it in the fourth quarter, and they fall 115 to 106. They're now 25 and 31, 13th in the Western Conference, six games under 500. So with this vaunted new additions and this new roster, as we're going to start sending out on Saturday, the task is tall indeed. And here today to talk about today's game, two great guys, my fellow cohorts in crime, hoping for Laker Tom signing, but I'm not sure where he's at. But I've got the man right here. He's the madman from Toronto. The guy just can't get out of Toronto traffic unless it's watched the course to talk about what's going on with the Lakers and, and of course, everything with a trade deadline. and. Unfortunately, another Lakers loss. 
It's a good man indeed. You got to check him out whenever he's here. It is the magic man, Sean Grice, a great part of our chat room in our two and a half long, two and a half hour long trade deadline special. Great to have you here, my friend. Your thoughts, my, it just seemed to me like AD, there's something wrong with AD. Definitely, definitely drilled. It's uh, like, it's, it's not speculation. We all know how athletic he is, what he can and can't do. He can't do what he wants to do out there. It, it's just that simple. He's, he can't, he, he can't get any lift for offensive rebounds. He actually has to extend now below his, below his shoulders to try and get loose balls. Um, it's difficult for him to set his feet now and his jumper looks a little, a little off. Uh, like we said last night, Gerald, his focus is not there. It's just, and, and that could have been a result of what was going on with, uh, LeBron, all that, but I'm not, there's no excuse making the just, foot is a problem. Yeah. It looks like it. He just is not getting that same kind of lift. No. And now it's, it's, it's three years later from what they already thought was a concern foot injury, uh, Gerald, we don't need to go into the history of foot injuries in the NBA, but you know, when you hear those two words together, it's not good. It's not good. Because you go, you go through all the different permutations about what could possibly happen. And like you said in the comments, there were teams calling the Lakers, asking about AD, and they said, nope, not even a discussion. Nope, not even a discussion. Bye. So he really needs to take care of his health in the offseason. Look, I said it last night. I, I just think we've run out we've run out of sand in that hourglass. I just don't think there's enough in there for us to get over the hump. So the moves are great. I agree. I'm with I'm with everybody. We're we're on that. But I also have to say that, you know, this is gonna be one, two, three. This is the fourth year now where either LeBron has had a serious injury or it's been, or AD's had one. And this is also the third year in a row where something other than his foot has bothered him, either his Achilles, his quad, his knees. It's uh, it's a concern, Gerald, and they really need to figure out what they're going to do because if AD continues to play like this, he's a liability on the floor, man. And I'm not I'm not being disrespectful or condescending. It's just if he can't do what he he can do out there, then he shouldn't be there. He should be sitting on the bench, or he should be uh, consulting with uh, some orthopedic surgeons on what the best course of action is to take. And it's just a shame that you know, knowing you're shorthanded, knowing you're shorthanded you go ahead and you have that left ankle soreness you don't fight through it you don't play through it that to me is troublesome i mean you're supposed to be so happy that rob made all these moves for you. you've been asking for these moves you got a lot of moves to help you out and you show your appreciation by sitting out the game with load management and knowing a you obviously know as well something's wrong with ad he knows something's wrong with ad i'm sure ad and him have spoken about it and yet you go out there and 
you know, you tell everybody you can't make it and you can't play tonight. That, that to me is disappointing. I understand that, you know, they was there. Obviously, everybody was celebrating his his performance. They gave him an award ceremony before the, the game started and all that. That's great. But you got to play in the game when you're this shorthanded. That's just that's just my thoughts. When you're this shorthanded, you got you got to try and suit up. But also here today to go ahead and talk about today's game and what the trade deadline hopefully will do for us going forward. Good man indeed. Got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today. It's Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro. And Joe, great to have you here, my friend. A great part. Munching and all during the playback like I was. Want to hear your thoughts on this, my friend. You know, you've talked about load management more than anybody on the show all season long, how irritating it is. These games, this game could have been won if LeBron had been in there. This game was a very winnable game again that this team could have won had LeBron been in the game. But he chose not to. He chose to sit out and only managed to go ahead and make sure he was there for the award ceremony and to sit on the bench with his new teammates. But that doesn't help you at all when you need to go out there and suit up, my friend, when you're this shorthanded. So we, we've discussed that the Lakers have lost at least five games because of refs not calling a foul when they're supposed to and missed free throws at the end, right? I think we've lost another five games at the very least with load management. And 10 games changes an entire focus on where the team would be. I mean, just imagine, just Imagine for a second, we're, we're 25 and 31. So imagine if we're 35 and 21. I mean, that's a pretty significant number. You're talking about likely being, what, the second seed, third seed in the, in the playoffs? The team played very well today for what they had available. And uh, I think there needs to be an alert to the NBA and Adam Silver we need to have the trading deadline day and the day after off for all teams. I'd like them to start looking into that because I think it's not good. It's, 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 uh, it's a lack of co- competition tonight. You had a lack of competition. Even though they played well, even though the Lakers were showing signs that they could take this game, the fact that we didn't have our full roster – may have cost us the game. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that's true. It's not look, I'm sorry mm-hmm. guys, you're not I'm, I'm not expecting Gabriel, Wenyan Gabriel to guard Giannis. I, I'm sorry. I can't I can't buy that. I, I, I know it's hard when it's happening, but when you start sitting down and getting into the common sense factor, that's not fair for, for Wenyan. That's not his game. He was he was getting destroyed by he Giannis. He was getting destroyed point. and the reason why AD was not covering Giannis is because he couldn't guard Giannis. He's 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 a half a step behind because it's very likely that his foot spur, I believe, is yeah. causing massive discomfort, and AD is trying to play through it. And I will commend AD for playing through it. Uh, I believe the other night had a combination of the fact that he was injured, and I think he was tired of every all the BS that was going on around him. Uh, It's just a, it's a tough position for the Lakers to be in because availability is still always going to be the greatest ability in a sporting game. And we just don't have 
are guys available. They're just not available game in and game out. And if they are in there, they're they're playing on one leg. It's a very, very sad way to end the evening because I thought the day was very, very good and positive. But they did compete. I commend the guys for competing. AD still had 23 and 16, I believe. He, he gutted it out. Uh, you played the second best record tonight in the NBA. This was not a slouch. This was not a team that was slouching. This is this is not a slouch team, I should say. And you 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 kept it pretty close up until about four minutes of the game. So my hope is that the acquisitions that are coming in are going to relieve LeBron and AD of having to really kill themselves for the remaining 26 games. If we can get on a run here and win 20 of the next 26. And then for some miracle, we can harness some more health to finish off a run here. We'll see. But I just, unfortunately, we're going to have to just kind of enjoy what we can enjoy this season. If we get into the play-in, which I think if the, these guys can mesh pretty quick, we will be able to get into a play-in. What happens after that? I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make it out of the play-in. I wouldn't be surprised if they get out. But what I will be surprised is if they win one series in the playoffs uh, in terms of – because I don't consider the playing a playoffs. I, I don't care what they say. The real playoffs is eight playing one, seven playing two, and so on. And I just don't see them beating a Phoenix, a Denver, or a Memphis should they even get there. You know what, John? Sean can uh, actually interrupt us at any point in time because there was a time where – he would say like seven words in the entire show. <laughs> and I had to tell him <laughs> off camera. I said, Sean, say something. And it's like, I would get him or try to get him to say things. And he just would, you know, say like five words. And then, you know, everybody else would talk for the rest of the time. And I'd be like, <gasps> so yes, I'm very happy that he is interrupting us. So it's fine by me. You know, he's, he's really come into his own here. So I ask you, Mr. Sean, Mr. Magic Man, when it comes to LeBron, how frustrating is it when you see the fact that, you know, AD's trying to gut it out, obviously in discomfort, and you see this team is shorthanded, and LeBron is load managing once again, which is, to me, disappointing. It's not irritating. It's not surprising. I kind of actually, I kind of sensed it after what we saw at the end of the, the Tuesday game with him setting out that last bit and saying his right foot was hurting and all that. But mm. it was just still kind of disappointing to see that, you know, he knows his teammates who are there that need him. I mean, my gosh, we're playing Cole Swider, man. We're playing Cole Swider and not LeBron James. I know, man. I know. Cole Swider's getting some burn and LeBron's sitting on the bench because, you know, I get it. You're How was that, John? Was that something good in a high pitch voice? <laughs> you you broke the all time points record. You're feeling yourself, and so you have a bottle, and then another bottle, and then a bottle after that, and so now it's two a.m. and you're on your fourth bottle, and <laughs> load management is um, an inevitability. You know, I get it. I get it. He wants to enjoy life and enjoy himself and he's got to pick his spots to take time off. But, you know, he had a day off. 
to prepare to go. And all these moves were made. I thought for sure, okay, he's going to have a fire rocket up his behind tonight. And either him or Anthony is going to go off. And it didn't happen like that, Gerald. LeBron has forgotten more high IQ basketball than probably, uh, you know, a thousand hoop heads combined. And yet he can see that the time is running short. Time is running short and you can't drop these games. Can't drop them. It's just because now with the way the NBA, this is professional basketball. This is the highest level of competition in the world. Everybody wants to scratch and claw their way to get in this league. And there are no easy wins anymore. There are no easy wins. The thing is, though, Sean, I have a very real sense that AD might be sitting out on Saturday. Yes. That's a very real possibility. Just like I sensed what was going on with LeBron, there's that very real possibility. That's very good intuition on your part, Gerald. I I think you're correct. I, I, you know. I think there's like better than a 90% chance he doesn't play because I don't think he's going to be waking up tomorrow and feeling better. I don't think, I don't think that's the case. So I'd be very surprised if he started on Saturday, I guess that that would mean either Wenyan Gabriel or Mo Bamba would start on Saturday. No, he can't start. Remember, he's still serving that five games. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. Zangerstein, oh. uh, I think, was said was, uh, was Tuesday. If I think for against Portland, I think was uh, when he becomes eligible. So oh, thank you, Z. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, yeah. That's so right. I think yeah, that's what, what he's mentioned. still serving yeah. that. That's right. Yeah, a lot of crazy stuff has happened in the NBA over the past few days, and uh, you know, female. Uh, uh, I almost said something there. A bunch of. Um, a bunch of uh, prima donnas fighting was was something that we didn't uh, didn't uh, anticipate, especially that one. Ma- By the way, Markel Fultz has like the meme of the year as far as the NBA is concerned, with the look on his face after what he said. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, quite honestly, even though it's probably a must win too on Saturday. It's likely they're going to sit AD. So that just puts even more onus now on LeBron to show up on Saturday and, you know, put up a a 40 burger or a 50 burger because you're going to need that uh, if you're playing the Warriors. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I, I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. <laughs> that, it doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. And once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do un- unfortunately fall. 115 to 106 to the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, it's not that we weren't expecting this because we pretty much gave this up as a schedule loss. But, you know, Joe, when you see the team in that first half play so well, it gives you a sign of encouragement. You saw the hustle. You saw the energy by almost everyone out there. Even AD looked much better in the first half than he did in the second. But when they started to go ahead and fade and Milwaukee decided to go ahead and turn it on, there's no LeBron out there to match up. And that to me is just really disappointing again, because the fact that this is another game that Milwaukee could have very easily slept walk through and the Lakers could have actually snuck by and actually taken it. If, if LeBron had been there. Yeah. It, it, I'm curious to see, I would have been, it would have been curious to see if, if they had played differently, if LeBron was playing, but we're never going to know that. Uh, exacting revenge for Punkinum and Milwaukee might have played a part in them doing what they did tonight as well. But the frustration isn't about tonight's game, really. It's more about the fact that we're not likely going to get a fully healthy team, even with the great acquisitions that took place today. That's the sad part. And it's not frustration. I think frustration has been burnt out all, all through the year and from last year as well. It's just sadness that this team was never going to get a chance to, to just compete, and and we ha- we can accept a, a a some continuity every game with a, with a small you know maybe load management here and there. I I, don't, I I guess that's okay, especially for LeBron. But I was fully expecting a prime AD to be a force by now, and. It just looks like we're never going to get it. And that's the sad part. And the Lakers are in a really, really bad position here. And this is something that I'm, you, you have to kind of be on their side on this one. Cause what do you do? What do you do with that? What do you do in the summer? Are you going to, if you, the second word comes out that you're shopping him, he's going to get butt hurt. LeBron's going to wonder what the hell's going on. And of course that's not going to happen because they're both represented by clutch. So that word is going to come out because they're the agency. But the, the, the Lakers are going to have to make a decision with AD if this injury thing is just not going to work. We have to get on with this, especially if you're going to keep LeBron here for two more years. You're ruining LeBron's chances of having a competitive team too. What do you do? You're stuck. You're stuck. And this time it's not Rob's ability. It's not Genie's inadequacy. Now we are in a just a rut a rut that I don't know how the hell you're going to get out of it unless you just clean it out. And I don't know what the result of that would be emotionally for the team. 
we'll see what happens though i am i've come full circle because i was i was actually uh, thinking maybe you should start exploring a trade for ad you know you convinced me that you were right at the time because he started to look really good that we should give ad a year to see to go ahead and and if he can be that guy that we can count on going forward but he did get hurt after that great run uh, almost mvp like performance and then we've seen the residuals of that right now he's just not the same ad that he was earlier in the year at this point it's going to be very difficult for us to go ahead and get as much compensation as we need to even if we do trade him because they know he's damaged goods right sean that's exactly right gerald there's going to be no other if ands or buts around that you're gonna to have to deal with the fact that you're negotiating from a disadvantage disadvantageous leverage because teams know he's hurt Gerald and they want to take advantage of the Lakers because they think with their medical staff and their coaching staff and their environment that they could turn him around and they want to fleece us while they do it. So Rob also has to hopefully, you know, he's been tactful so far this year with these moves. Um, he needs to be walking a tightrope, basically, with AD here, um, just based on the in- injury history and just, you know, based on his on-court play as well. Yeah, he's putting up numbers when he's playing, but it's not resulting in wins. And it wasn't resulting in wins last year either. How much of that has to do with the foot? My guess is quite a bit. Quite a bit. I Um, agree with you on that. Because he's just not the same. This isn't the same guy. Like I've seen I've I've seen him play twice in Toronto. So I know I know how high up, how much lift that man has. He's like a pogo stick. It's not there. It's gone. It's gone. He doesn't have it. It, it's his athleticism is basically just on jumping is less than 50% of what he, he normally is. Um, and that affects everything else. It affects his jumper. It affects his free throws. It affects his help defense. Um, now I'm starting to really understand like, why is he like a quarter of a second or a half of a second off from from deflecting uh, a three-point shot or getting a hand in someone's face. And, yeah, it's pretty clear why. Um, He's dealing with just a nagging, nagging foot injury. And that looks like it's not going to go away anytime soon. So at this point, Joe, what do you think we should do? I mean, do you think uh, at this point maybe sit him down for another stretch? You think he should try to gut it out? At this point, you know, the only thing I think if he continues this route, it's he's going to actually pop it and then he'll be out for a year. That's probably what they're doing. It, they're just going to ride it until until it's, until the wheels fall off at this point. They're, they have nothing to lose here uh, other than what they've already lost. Uh, the depth that we were able to pick up today, the talented depth, the youth, don't forget that, guys, the youth that we got today may – I think they're counting on that to hopefully massage, if you will, the rest of the way and hope that they click and they're able to make up a lot of ground and have AD and LeBron maybe play less minutes throughout the games. 
the only issue there is I don't know what Darvin Ham's skill set is yet. I've not seen good skill set so far. But we did have Westbrook and we did have Beverly. So when you get those two just butter knives in a in a you know machete fight, you 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 I guess what else can you do, right? So we're gonna find out here. You got some youth, you got some shooters, by the way, guys that actually can make shots and guys that can run and gun. And let's see if those guys make him look better and make the starters look better because we are going to need every ounce of Beasley, D'Angelo, Vanderbilt, Bamba. We're going to need every ounce of their ability to help this team somehow try to make it here. But it, it just – I just don't – I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have – we're going to have to wait and see. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers unfortunately fall 115 to 106. They're now 25 and 31, 13th in the Western Conference. Uh, Sean, I mean, we're running out of games, man. 25 and 31. So that means we have 26 games left. Everybody was talking about going 20 and 7 in the last 27 games. Now you're talking about 21 and 6, if that's the case. This task is getting taller and taller and taller, and that's going to be very hard to overcome because you're still thinking that LeBron and AD are, at this point, they're probably going to sit out more games. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the likely case. So I know people are saying 27. Well, if, if they're both going to miss at least, you know, combined probably four to six games, then – half of those are probably losses so that's another three so instead of 20 and 7 now you're 17 and 10. i think the best we could hope for and this is obviously i'm we're not pulling numbers out of our butts here but it's just it's just a good guess it's just an educated guess i would say they start clicking i think they could go roughly you know 18 and 8. I think you could go 18 and 8. So that would put you at around 42, 43 wins. Um, Maybe you're in a playing spot there, Gerald. I'm not so sure. You know, the the funny thing about the All-Star break is this, and this is is historic. It happens every year. There's, There's a slingshot team and there's a boomerang team. The slingshot team usually comes out of the all-star break like uh, Camaro and they get really hot and normally they end up at least winning one round, possibly two. Then there's the boomerang team. The boomerang team is the team that was either hanging around or is playing above their head and they just fall right off a cliff. I'm hoping we're the slingshot team. I don't think we'll be the slingshot team only because of, of what we've talked about, Gerald. And you you keep emphasizing it, which I appreciate is it's just we're running out of games, man. It's what 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 are you doing here? It's like if you only have enough tickets for for a couple of rides, then you know that you're gonna have to leave soon. So 
you either make the most of what you got or you decide how do we get more ticket and in this scenario you just kind of keep stacking wins i know i've been repeating that stacking wins but that's what they need to do win six in a row win seven of ten win eight of eleven they need to do something like that gerald or it it is out of time like we they need to get going right now if within so after the all-star break i would say by around mid-march if they haven't reached at least like high high 30s like 37 38 it's not going to happen so yeah, the lakers they, they need to stack their wins right now because we've seen the schedule they play a lot of playoff teams towards the end of the schedule now what might save them what might save them is in the final five games i believe they only play denver twice and they don't they play non-playoff teams outside of that that might be the only saving grace but you gotta get there man you gotta get there and we're not there we're not even close and like i said yesterday i don't i don't mean to be uh eeyore from uh winnie the pooh gerald with uh why bother but we've run out we're running out of real estate and runway and it is of the most essence that they get going now and lebron man if you want to set out games win seven eight in a row man and then all right cool he, he needs to set out one but this this dicking around with three wins two losses Four wins, three loss. It's not cutting it. It's not cutting it. And everybody saw what you did. And they decided, okay, they're making moves. We're going to make moves too. Phoenix made a move. Clippers made a move. The Kings stood pat. The Warriors added a little around the margins. But you're still the fifth best team in your own division. You're the fifth best team in the division of five teams. And they're not even good against their own division. They're one and nine. And they've got to go ahead and start turning that around starting on Saturday in Golden State. Joe, when it comes to what the Lakers need to do, I mean, 20 and six. Okay, that's that's 14 games above 500. Right now, that would only put the game the the, the Lakers eight games above 500 overall on the season that would probably land them if they were to go on that type of run maybe like a what a fifth or a six at best if they win 21 of the next 26 games what is that, that what, 20, no, 20 what, of the next 20 of the next 26 there's 45 wins that sit at 45 wins 37 and 37 looking at the way the standings look they could cut, probably get to, to at least the seventh seed, hmm. right? Yep. But that's not the problem, guys. I, I'm not. I wasn't. I'm not really concerned about that. I, I I think had we had a healthy team here with this with these new acquisitions and the the the, the vampires being out of the out of the out of the coffins in the locker room, you're. I felt pretty good. I felt pretty good that they were gonna have some a run here. They have. The acquisitions are the perfect players for a LeBron-centric offense. 
You're talking about guys that can, that are young, that are running gun and can shoot. That's that's the LeBron offense. Just like Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne with Marvin Harrison and Dallas Clark and Edrin James, all these thoroughbreds. You give them thoroughbreds, the guy's going to win you games. You you just gave LeBron James thoroughbreds. You didn't give them dead weight guys that can't play, guys that can't don't are not just not adequate to to play in today's game, especially. It's this is a very today roster now for the first time since 2020 to some degree, even though there was a lot of old school in there, which kind of was why it was appealing on that team because their defense was so good. But this is now a run and gun young team. And you have a lot of these guys that are playing on expiring contracts, which means their motivation is going to, is definitely going to be there. And when you have LeBron and AD, you're going to get those open looks now. It's going to be, it would, would have been very interesting, but this AD injury is a problem. And LeBron's sitting down. I know his foot's sore. I know it's, I get it, but it, it doesn't matter at this point. It's killing us. You might as well just play. If you break a bone, if you tear a ligament, are you thinking about next year? Yeah, probably. You, you want to play another couple of years, but at what, what else do you have to prove? Give it a shot. Maybe you might not get hurt. But if you do get hurt, what, what you've been playing 20 years, what, what difference does it make? What, you're going to have 39,986 points? No one, no one is going to remember what the number is after this for sure. You already broke the record. You already have 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists. You already won championships, which at this point, all you need now is more championships to get – to the guy that you're chasing. Might as well just go all out at this point, but hey, you know what? I, he's, he's probably waiting for his kid, and I think that's what it is. And for us, it's just it, we're, we're screwed either way. We are, and we're the ones that take the brunt of it because we have to watch this product on a continual basis, and that to me is very disappointing because of the fact – I know that we see in the chat, oh, it's Ham's fault. Oh, it's LeBron's fault. Oh, it's AD's fault. Oh, it's Rob Blinka's fault. Oh, it's Genie's fault. You know, Sean, as I've been saying all season long, you're where you're at because everyone has to take a share of the blame on this. This is an organizational failure. It's a team and combined effort as an organization on the reasons why that they are at where they're at. A hundred percent, Gerald, a hundred percent. You know, the phrase dig your own hole came to mind as you were speaking. And you can make a case that LeBron, AD, kind of dug their own hole here. Jeannie and the ownership kind of dug their own hole here. Rob Palenka, he's climbing out of it. Like you said, Gerald, he probably realized the pressure he was under. Uh, obviously, that wasn't his primary, or obviously, I'm convinced this did. would have been his last trade deadline. Right, right. So he needed to do something, which he did. So he's actually trying to climb himself out of his own hole that he dug himself. Um, he's the, and my God, 
after all the bullcrap that's been put through the ringer, as far as fans go, we have to talk about how Rob's the only one who's willing to dig himself out of his own grave over this situation because it seems like LeBron is perfectly comfortable just watching them lose. And, and you know, when you say you want to compete for championships and you set out a game like this, I have questions. It raises questions because I'm not a stupid person, Gerald. And I understand that being 38 years old and you're not sure how much oil you got left, you want to conserve. I get it. I get it. But you also need to understand that when you are a high-performance machine, you need to get that machine revved up to a certain temperature. Requires That's a requirement. That's a requirement of a, v, of a high-performance vehicle. You get it up to a certain temperature, it's got to be able to run. And I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen that gear that he goes into. So if this, if these moves were also to try and help him alleviate the stress he's been under mentally because he was ready to snap in that Boston game. And it's been reported that uh, it's only, it's only secondary to him as far as uh, like a mental plate in his head, other than the JR incident from 2018, that this has affected him so much. So maybe this is a breath of fresh air for him where he can exhale. But I'm just confused because you want to compete for championships, but then you want to slam some vino and take a day off. Go ahead, Joe. I think I think you brought up something that absolutely just hit the target. And it's something we that just dawned on me. You know, longevity is an interesting thing. We look at Kobe, who played 20 years, right? That's that's what we say. The reality is, though, is if you were watching the 20 years he played, he really only was Kobe for about 12 of those. He didn't get a chance to play at the beginning of his career uh, the way he probably should have. The first year, obviously, he didn't get a lot of time. Second year, still made the all-star team as a non-starter because of how amazing he was. And he should have won six-man of the year that year. Danny Manning got it. I was, I remember I was pretty angry about it. I was like, dude, That's a great point, come on, Joe. right? 99, you had the strike. So you didn't really have a full season that year. And then the first full season where Kobe Bryant started, which even that was a little skewed because he broke his hand. Thank God he did because we got B. Shaw because of it. And B. Shaw saved us in Portland. Uh, but Kobe's... First, first full season as a starter was in his fourth season. And he absolutely raked for 11 years from there. Lakers ended up winning five championships with the seven finals. But then after that, that knee that was bone on bone, that he kept going to Germany and getting stuff for it, right? He was able to prolong that another couple of years. And of course, I'm not going to get into the Chris Paul thing, but you know, somebody could have helped him that last few years, but we didn't get a chance to see that. And with LeBron, 
Load management started with LeBron James, not Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard just perfected it, at least for a couple years. And we're enamored by this, oh, he's been playing for 20 years. But the problem is he's not there. And if you play 20 years and you're LeBron James and you only have four titles, is it enough? Uh, Maybe. But it's that now we're at that point. I'm like, LeBron, what are you sitting for? Do you want to play 28 years now? Is that what you're trying to do? If you're scaling back, you're never going to go that extra mile. It's it's just not realistic. This is the second really bad sit down. You guys know what the first one was this year. It was Denver after a phenomenal five-game winning streak. Which is the one you game you missed on purpose. And that, purpose. that was devastating to the season. That devastated the season. You took every everything out of that. Out of that a bad bump. That's right. It was, and the thing is, we had what? A, wasn't that a two-day break yes. from the previous game? That absolutely killed us because we were competitive in that game. So we're going back and forth. We're playing hopscotch here. We're blaming uh, Ham. We're blaming Westbrook. We're blaming Bev. We're blaming LeBron. We're blaming AD. At the end of the day, there's so many fractures in this team that we're, we're, we're taking care of a broken hand for a minute, and then all of a sudden, oh, shoot. The ankle just broke. Now we got to go take care of the ankle. And then by the time the, the hand gets 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 uh, healed, now, oh, shoot, man, now his, his shoulder's uh, separated. Now you got to go fix the shoulder. And it's not even it, – it's, it's, self, it's self-inflicting. It's self-inflicting. And it's bad basketball. It's bad in so many ways. But there's no, reco- there's no repercussions other than – the fans taking it in the in, in the throat. And we can't do anything about it because we're still watching. We're still talking about it for seven hours today. They don't give a crap. So when you go to sleep tonight, I know this is going to be hard to understand. We are the problem. We have enabled load management because the TV contracts keep going up. The salary cap keeps going up. We keep celebrating LeBron for his accomplishments, right? Dude, that which is fine. He, he he broke an amazing record. But what are we here for? We're here for one thing, at least I am. And I know Sean is, and I know Gerald is. And I know a lot of you out there are. We're here to win. We're the LA Lakers. I I have no doubt we are the second most popular sports team on the planet. Three for sure behind Manchester United and Real Madrid, if I had to pick two others. The Yankees, so, you could say, or Dallas. Um, Yankees, I think. I, I don't know about the I don't know about worldwide with the Yankees. Lakers have more of a stretch. I, do, um, I, I, I actually on value. To me, it's value. It's about value. I'm not looking at value because if it's value, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I'm talking about the popularity and the pulse. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. yeah. So we are. It's a we're in a different boat, guys. We're not the New Orleans. Pelicans fan base. We're not the, the heck. We're not even the Phoenix Suns, you know, which has had winning in their. They haven't won titles, but they've been a you know pretty decent franchise. Nobody the last travels years. as well as we do. It's just it, we, we don't even need to travel. G, we're everywhere, right? 
no, remember, that's what guys, I meant, that when we travel, that we're represented exactly. everywhere you go. Remember, guys, I want you to remember this because this is one thing you do have to give credit for when you, when you come to L.A. I have never seen anyone in L.A., whether it's Staples, Crypto, or at the Forum. Maybe at the Forum when I was younger and I, didn't, I wasn't watching. I don't know. I have never heard a crowd in L.A. yell MVP to the opposing player. I saw it in Boston when Kobe was there in 2007. That's how big the Lakers are, if you ever needed to know. Okay? That's how big. And right now, we're it's just a lost... It's, it's, if we were just D'Angelo, Hunt, D'Angelo uh, Russell and, 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 and Julius Randle and Clarkson, it'd be a little easier to withstand this. The problem is we... I fully believed that we had two and three titles on the, with this team because of when we got AD, and that is the burner for me because I thought we were going to get prime, prime AD, and we had him for one year. I was expecting at least two, at least two titles with this team, and I probably would have been okay. We but had him for like it, fifteen games. This it just, it's just, it's just a, it's just a, it's it just a, it's a nut punch, man. I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm all we're all over the place because it, there's so many different reasons. It's not just one thing. It's so many. And Rob, we're getting on Rob. And I said this on, on, on our previous show, uh, you know, Rob deserved the blame and now he deserves the credit. That's how it works, guys. When you do something well, you get, you know, you get Kudos. credit. When you do something bad, you should get the 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 the, the ringer. Don't get, don't like just it, that's that's life, guys. <laughs> that's how it is. That's how the real world works. Sometimes you screw up. You need to be told you screwed up. Then you do something good. 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 You did a good job. And now we wait to see how this is going to play out, which it, it, it's always hinged, hinged on AD, but it, it, and LeBron's not helping by sitting these games down. It's absolutely just, it, it's, it's the finishing move in wrestling, you know. You need an, an attack team match. You, you need you need two guys with the finishing move, right? Look, AD is the guy, is one of them, and then LeBron comes in and clotheslines the guy from the top. Oh, what a rush. Yeah, you knew you knew what I was talking about. That's funny. LOD and the Road Warriors. There oh. you go, Animal and Hawk. Rest in peace. Uh, Got to be the shoes. <laughs> who absolutely loves AD, and I'm kidding when I say that. Says priority this summer is trade AD. Do you agree? You have no choice. If he doesn't finish out the season healthy, you have no choice anymore. You need to figure out if you want to take advantage of LeBron's next couple of years. And, and the 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 fly in the whiskey in that scenario is that if you do end up trading him, a team's probably going to want to see his medical records before they actually acquire him. To figure out whether or not he'd, he'd even pass a physical. And if they does pass physical or if it looks kind of iffy and they still want to do the trade, the Lakers would probably receive less in compensation. They'll never get back what they traded for AD. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And we already got enough back. We got a championship. The issue here is, are you, are you going to be one of those teams that waits for the entire thing to fall off the cliff? Or are you going to get ahead of this this time? Because you reacted to you reacted this last year or so. It was a reaction. Are you going to be proactive this time instead of reactive? 
AD, this will be the third season, AD's injuries became a problem. You have to figure out, yes, Westbrook played a big part in why things sucked. That will never change. He was a disease in that locker room. He was a disease on the floor. I don't, I don't care what anyone will say. I will I will go game by game, play by play with you if you want to go that, go that route. I saw every game except one this year, and I saw a hell of a lot last year. I know what I saw. West, Russell Westbrook was the classic one step forward, two steps back player. And it didn't help getting Pat Bev either to add to that misery. That was just a dumb move um, by, by, by Rob. I don't know what, unless they were trying to build some Danny Ainge thing, maybe, maybe that I can, I can buy that maybe. And it helped get this deal done. So maybe that's, maybe we can look at it that way where it did help. Fine. We only had to deal with him for four months, but no, we, we are, uh, Rob and Jeannie have to make a decision here in the summer. If AD doesn't finish the year off, you guys have to start looking into other options there. And if you want LeBron to take, be taken, you know, if you want to take advantage of LeBron's next two years, you got it. You got to get him, get him help. Somebody who can play all year. Somebody be healthy and then shooters that will be surrounding him and giving him options going forward. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of things that are pretty rudimentary, which we've seen throughout his career which have strayed away from, I guess, Rob's thinking up until now, trying to bail himself out at the last minute. It's like Sean would probably say, as far as the sinking ship, you know, it's taking on so much water. And finally you realize you got to go get a bucket and start getting some water out and start getting some water out before you sink all the way. And he did get some of the water out and he got some of these good trades, which we all agree are pretty good trades. And the fact is he got addition by subtraction, but he was the one adding him in, in the first place, the one responsible for it. And I was talking to Sean tonight about Russell Westbrook finally being gone. What did we trade for Russell Westbrook? Was it two first rounders and was it two, three players, if I'm not mistaken, including Kuzma? Kuzma, KCP, Montrose Harrell. Mm-hmm. And the two first rounders. And the and two a second first rounders. Round- well. And I believe there was a second rounder involved. Yeah, I think yeah. that might have been Chicago's. Yeah, so that's another, yeah. yeah, another little like you know, little like a little salt on the wound there for you. And the thing is, uh, you know, he's gone. What else did we trade when he traded Westbrook away besides JTA and Damian Jones? He traded away another first rounder, correct? Yes. To get rid yes. of Westbrook. To get rid of Westbrook, we gave three. First rounders. Yeah, three, uh, KCP, Kuzma, and then we got a second round back on top of that. Yeah, but did we get like three? a fair trade? Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell, that's it. I, I, I don't think it was three. I think it was two. So, so we gave up Kuzma, who's playing lights out in Washington, KCP, who's playing on a team leading in the Western Conference, Montrez Harrell, who's there on the bench in Philly, and three first round draft picks, the two we originally gave up and the one we got rid of just so we could go ahead and, and send him on his way, man. Uh, you know, we talked about the other day, as far as this being the worst trade in Lakers history, this has got to be the worst trade in Lakers history. Oh, Colin oh, says, okay, you ready? Pick- okay. Okay. Guys, here, here's the, here's the details. You ready? Okay. The wizards traded Russell Westbrook, the 2024 second round pick the 2028 second round pick to the Los Angeles Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harold, and the number 22 pick of that draft in 2021. 
So it's only one. There's only one. Round. Okay. Yeah. So we only get, it's, it's only cost us two first round picks. Yeah. Oh, that's that's just so much better. That makes me feel so much better. Two? No, one. Just one. No, remember we gave Utah a first rounder just to take on Russell Westbrook. Oh, oh, you're talking about this trade too. Okay. So it's two in total that have cost us when it comes to Russell Westbrook. Plus I, Kuzma, plus KCP. And then you you signed, I think the worst out of that result, the worst, the worst that came out of that was the fact that you you chose THT over Caruso, which at the time I was in support of, but it's just a bummer that that was the wrong call. Yes, Gerald. Did I, and what I mean by support, I was like, well, are you going to go with a 20-year-old guy who's been showing some real promise or a 27-year-old, right? Like, I sort of got what they were doing, but it, it, it it's not, it's, it's, it was a bad. Now, here's the interesting part. You're going to, you're going to like this, Gerald. So the Lakers 22 pick in 2021 that went to the Wizards, uh, that was, I think, traded to the Pacers. Uh, from the Wizards. So the Lakers gave it to the Wizards. Wizards gave it to the Pacers. Pacers drafted Isaiah Jackson. Um, five slots after that, Cameron Thomas was drafted by the Nets. That would, be, that would have been an interesting player to draft, I would think. Yeah. And now he gets a chance with AD with uh, KD out of there and Kyrie out of there. He gets a chance to score all those points. Plus, he's got great defenders behind him. So Cam Thomas doesn't have to worry about defending. So it's it's amazing what what I think Brooklyn did as about as well as he could in under these circumstances. What do you what are your thoughts? Well, on Brooklyn that? has been doing bad deals and making bad decisions for a while now. Uh, that Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett deal was terrible. Yeah, that's, oh, that's that's a, that's above the Russell Westbrook. Uh, they they had a as far as young, bad, de- yeah, as far they as had, bad deal. Yeah, that's the worst deal of all time. Yeah, they had the they had an up and coming team coming with D'Angelo Russell making an All Star team and Dimwitty before his knee injury. They were really running and gunning. And I, I if you talk to Nets fans, they were really loving that team. And now three seasons later, they're reverted then, back to that type. And of I, team. I, I I can't. I, I get getting Durant. And I know why they did the Kyrie because they wanted to make Durant happy. But what the hell was Durant thinking in that? There was wait, wait for somebody else, man, or just go to go to Brooklyn and play with these young guys. It would have you would have had your own team with the young guys. It would have kept you fresh. Just KD has you made, so, yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, and I'm not sure if you've if you've noticed this, but there are some millennials. And just again, the boomer is going to be talking about the millennials again. Well, because I am one, I get to talk about my own generation. There's a certain characteristic in our generation show where you're highly suggestible, like the highly suggestible type. So you can picture Kyrie uh, being very uh, charismatic. And convincing him that if they played together, they could win. I I, de- I could definitely see that, Joe. I could definitely see somebody like Kyrie, who has all the talent in the world, is very eloquent, uh, convincing and charming KD enough where he thinks that he convinces him that they can win together. You know what the sad thing about that KD situation is? What's that? Had he stayed in Golden State since Thompson 
was gone for basically two years, mm-hmm. they probably still have a chance at going deep in the playoffs. And so and, likely, likely possibility. Yeah, and it could have maybe won a championship. I know that sounds weird. I mean, this, you know, Thompson plays a big part in winning, but it, it's just weird how I'm just amazed at how outside influences are so big. And I mean outside influences from people who have no business having outside influence on you. Why? Why do you care so much about what people think? Understand this, guys. Understand this. And if you're ever going to learn anything in life, and if you ever become famous, I've never been really famous, so maybe uh, I don't know enough, right? Right? Not yet. Thank you. But understand this, because we do have some form of notoriety within our, our culture or our, our neighborhood or our, our surroundings with work and things like that. I'm telling you guys right now, if you're ever going to learn a lesson about life, you cannot care about what people who are not your family and closest friends think. Because they're going to do it anyways, whether you're perfect or not. KD left Oklahoma City because he was tired of Russell Westbrook. And, the, and what was going on there. He goes to Golden State, plays with two guys who don't get enough credit for being good people when it came to sports chemistry. Thompson and Curry. Draymond, even, but he's a pain in the rear end. But you're talking about superstars. Clay and Steph are mega superstars. And you never hear, this is your team. This is my team. This is the-. You never hear that. Roll with it, man. Magic won with Kareem and Worthy. Michael won with Rodman and Pippen. All Hall of Famers. Why do you care what people think? Go win five championships. And the, fun- the sad thing is, Clay would have been gone for two years. It would have been you and Steph. You guys could have won. You guys could have won. Phoenix was not that strong in 2021. You could have been in a really good series with the Lakers in 2020. Maybe you had a chance to beat us. I don't know. We'll never know. It's just, I know I know Durant was out in 2020, so I, I should probably count that. But 2021, 2022. I mean, 2022 doesn't matter. They still won. But that's the point. Point is, we're... I just don't. I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of jumping around here, but at the end of the day, guys, it's 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 it's. I'm. I, there's no one way to to go anymore. We're we were we were excited today because we finally got relieved of things that we didn't want anymore, and we got really good return on what we what we sent out for, for what we sent out. I mean, it's just that Rob, you know, really did well there. He really did. Hey. But the problem is, we come back down to earth again because. Now I'm driving and I'm excited about tonight and I'm ready to do my work and, you know, just like, cool. As soon as I'm done, I get to go watch the game tonight. And, you know, we got the team coming Saturday. And then Gerald's like, LeBron's not playing. I'm like, really? And look how close the game was. If LeBron was playing in this game, we would have won the game. Yes, that that's, that's probably what would have happened. Absolutely. Um you know, if he likely plays in the Denver game, that's six in a row. So, 
you know, instead of instead of looking down the barrel at 25 and 31, you're 27 and 29. Now that might not look look great optics wise, but it's it's better than it is because you'd be right there in the thick of it and you wouldn't be climbing out of a grave to try and uh, catch your breath again. Because, Gerald, when's the last time we were 500? It was 10 we and 10, right? We haven't, no, we haven't been 500. We haven't been 500. I'm like, we, we haven't were been 2 and 10, man. When we were 500 when we were 0 and 0. Yeah, that's it. That's go. the last that's time true. we were that's 500. Correct, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, when were we 10 and 10? We were 2 and 10. I remember that. I remember us 10 and 10. Maybe in another season, perhaps, but not this one. So, yeah. Just let's put it this way. I mean, it was talked about, uh, who was it? Oh, uh, yeah, you said 43 to 45 wins minimum for a playoff or a play in spot. For a play in yeah. spot, 43 to 45 wins. The Lakers would have to go 18 and 8 yes. in order to go ahead and get to 43 wins, which is your minimum to get to the play in from what you're estimating. That's rough. That's a tough call. And that means no more load management days. And that means somehow AD is going to have to find some type of health between now and Saturday. Starting on Saturday, he needs to get that foot right. So does LeBron. And this team needs to get their act together really quickly. They need to gel as a unit really quickly because 18 and I, 8, that's going to be a tall order against for the rest of the tall season. Order. And I stand corrected, yeah. They were 10 and 12. That's as close as they've been to 500, 10 and 12. And yeah. they were 10 and 12. The exact date I've got here, December 4th, mm-hmm. December 4th, 2022, was the closest the they've been to 500. Based, based off ba- of the way we were. Based off. Based <laughs> off. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good naked gun scene. That was great timing. Or in Fletch, Moon River. River. And he's done that a couple times, Chevy Chase says. So here's the deal, guys. If the Lakers win 45 games, if you if you base it off what the current standings are and what we're expecting in the next 26 games, um, the Lakers would be a six seed. Yep. That's, that's going to be a rough. That's, that's based off of what is going on today. Now, if the other team's start winning, then obviously that changes. But if the Lakers end up with 45 wins, they they make it into the playoffs without the play-in, according to what the current standings are. I believe the Suns are 30 and 27, which is 52% winning percentage. 45 out of 82 would be 54%. So you're saying that they you're 45 wins. So the Lakers have to go 20 and 6. The Lakers may not have to win 45 to get into the play-in. They may I have said to win 43. Yeah. They may have to win 41, according to what we see right now. And actually, even less, maybe 40, because the 10th seed, which is the Blazers, there's 27 and 28. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. There's always the surprise that one or two of these teams can deal with a big injury too. It's just the way it is in sports. Somebody's going to go down. So, what well, Utah, after what they did, may look to go try and start in the Victor Wembyama sweepstakes. OKC, can they still continue to play above their heads? Sacramento, can they still play at the level that they're playing at? You talked about Portland as well. Portland, nobody knows how they're going to finish up because, again, they're a team that you know started out so well, then was playing really bad. So we really don't know what kind of team you're getting with Portland. So there's possibilities there, but the winning has to start on Saturday. And without Steph Curry there, when the Lakers go ahead and head up to San Francisco to face off against the Warriors, they need to start playing well now. It is not later. They cannot take any more load management games off. The new guys have to go ahead and gel rather quickly because the team has no more room for error at this point in time. I feel like we've been saying that for a few weeks. It is now. It is now. Uh, more than that is the error is self-inflicting and a little bit of just not good genetics from AD's standpoint. Uh, and I'd like to bring up something uh, Eduardo said. He said that after the after the chip in October, when the season restarted on Christmas Day, that's when that's when uh, things started to uh, turn a little black and blue for AD. Well, to be fair, everybody got within reason because of the bubble and that. But most teams got the same number of days off the deeper they went into the playoffs. I mean, Den- Denver, Denver hasn't struggled since then. They've actually gotten better. And that's with Murray getting blowing out his knee. Yes, hundred percent, Gerald. And MPJ having back issues. A hundred percent. Boston's gotten better. The the two teams that kind of kind of dropped off are the Raptors and the Lakers. Uh, you could say the Clippers one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, the Clippers too, but we don't really count them. I mean, the Clippers are gonna fold like they always do until you prove me otherwise. Just like Rob coming through but, but, today. Yeah, exactly. Drew. Until you but until you show me you got something, you know. Again, we're I'm I'm wrong a lot, but I'm mostly right. But I am wrong. I'm not Nostradamus. I'm not gonna predict everything perfectly, which even he's not perfect. We don't know if he is, anyways. 
yeah, yeah. This Zang, is this Zangers, right? Miami, Miami was the other team that kind of. But then they came up. back up and they went to the conference finals. Yes, they did. They did, and now they're they're kind of back to where they're they're almost in a in a paddle bowl with only one paddle. Yeah, they're they're up and down. They're all over the place. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, this year they look bad, but last year they look great. And yeah, next so next year's looking good for Miami. You know, we we, we get on use that scenario. Well, we get on Pat. You know, we get on Rob Rob Polinka, and we get on Jeannie. You know, you guys should see what they're saying about Pat Riley right now, and that's weird. Pat Riley, I mean, was non-existent this last week. He's made some bad signings with Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. I, I got to admit, yeah, um, it's I don't know. It's an unfair, fickle business you can be the prince the king one minute and then you're a pariah the next minute uh and you know what i'm not i'm not happy about doing that too by the way i i i think i catch myself getting suckered into that and i, I try i'm trying to stop doing that that's not the way to go it's we just, were we, yeah go ahead sean sorry no joe i was just at what you said there man reminded me of a, a quote my uh my dad used to say, and it's like, it's an old English one, even though he's Irish. He used to say, one day you're the cock of the walk, and then the next day you're a feather duster. Could have said it better myself. I'm going to have to use like that one. like a feather duster, that's for sure. It's it's hard. We're human beings. We get emotional. Uh, we're doing a show. We're trying to channel our feelings into we're what trying our, to stay enthusiastic after what seven yes, hours of coverage. Yes, today. Yeah, yeah. No, we're I'm 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 enthusiastic in a sense of there's this constant ebb and flow of this thing that we're watching. We are watching a TV series here at this point. There's drama, there's relief, there's dread. I'm serious, man. This is a freaking TV show. This is a highly rated TV show right now. I know it's like Black Mirror. We don't even know what the hell's gonna happen now, but we're we're sensing what might happen. We're seeing it sort of, but do we really know? Stay tuned till next week. I'm just excited <laughs> I have my voice. Out. <laughs> I'm just excited I have my voice. That to me is the most impressive thing of all. But once Pop again, culture cosmos. Pop too culture much, cosmos. Too much. Too much of the falsetto kicking in. Uh, maybe. Well, but that also as well, I've been doing what uh, I counted, I think, well over 10 hours of shows this week. Well, so. we've done, we did two and a half today for the trade deadline. Yes. We've done, uh, we did two and a half hours of playback. And then we're going to be doing what, another hour and 20 to hour and 30 today on our post game show. That's a hell of a run here today. Yeah, and that's I'll tell you what, overall this week we've been doing as best we can for you folks. So hopefully you guys and gals appreciate it out there. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break, trying to go ahead and count out what's doing now. What two and a half hours, like you said, today. Then we like we did what an hour and two and a half hours yesterday, just on podcast recording, not counting any of the the playback games. Then we did a one hour and forty minutes for the day LeBron passed Kareem, an hour and ten minutes. What's the link to what's the link Monday. to playback for the crowd? Playback dot oh for the crowd? Yeah. I playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. That's it? Okay. Yeah. Lakers okay. fast break. That's all you have to type in when you're playback.tv slash Lakers fast break gets you right to our games. 
like on Saturday night. And then uh, we did what? One on Sunday or excuse me, Saturday to end the road trip. The only day we took off this week was Sunday. I think we're going to need to do that tomorrow <laughs> Oh, because we will see you on Saturday. Zanger Science says at least the Lakers finally have shooters. And uh, my life, I'm st- uh, single, but my parents are still alive. Survived these COVID years. God bless you then. Uh, thanks. You know, God bless your parents. So hopefully they will stay strong out there. I know I have an 89-year-old mom that I, I'm very worried about every single day as well. So absolutely cannot blame you a bit. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do unfortunately fall 115 to 106. The Lakers are now 25 and 31. The time is now. The moves were made by Rob. Maybe we can get something along the fringes in the buyout market. But for most part, this is our roster. Most of the players will be available on Saturday when the Lakers head up to San Francisco to play the Warriors. Again, Mo Bamba will still not be available because he's still serving out that suspension, as noted by Zangerstein. So got to give her credit for that. But it is the Lakers heading up on Saturday to face off against the Golden State Warriors. It's going to be something we're going to look at, hopefully with a win, because Stephen Curry is not there. But then again, they play really well at home. I almost wish that Golden State was on the road for three straight games against the Lakers because that would give us a better chance because they absolutely stink on the road. But unfortunately, it is being played at the Chase Center. So that is going to be on Saturday. Hopefully, you'll join us. Playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Lakers Fast Break put more work in this week than LeBron. I have a thing. I kind of think we did. That's a nice zinger there, Gary. (laughs) I kind of think we did. I, I I agree with that. So the Lakers, that's going to be the ABC game at 5.30 p.m. So we'll go ahead and have it on there for you. And after that, around 8 p.m. Pacific time, right thereabouts, that's usually when the game ends, it's going to be us right here with the best post game that's possible. Hopefully all our voices will be here if that's possible. Hopefully LeBron and AD will play in the game if that's possible. So Zanger Science is, is laughing at Gary. There you go. Warriors are great at home. Yes, they are. Hopefully the Lakers can overcome that and win the game with their new roster. So we're looking forward to that. Guys, any last thoughts before we head on out? And my voice finally goes. Yeah, Gerald, um, just just reading what uh, AD had to say after the game. That he sucked? It, yeah. It's it's obvious that um, look, I think – I think he's trying to play it off like it's no big deal, but mm-hmm. it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. And he cares. We all saw that video. It, it's it. He wasn't trying to be uh, a, the sour grape with LeBron tonight. He was mad that they were losing the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's what he said. But you know something? I remember him talking last year about how, you know, we we know we can go on like uh, like an 10-game win streak. No, no, you knew that went in 2020 when you had different athletes in front of you and you were watching their back. It's a completely different team, a completely different year. You can't replicate what you did previously. It's all different. Rarely does a team bring back the same 12 to 15 guys. You might have a new coach. There are different kinds of injuries. Different guys step up. Different guys level off. 
it's different. It's different every year. That's what's beautiful about this game. But he needs to understand that it's also a business. And we're not here to just be everybody's friends. Like, just because you own LeBron or Hansel and Gretel when he won the championship, it's three years later, and the results aren't the same. You're not winning games anymore. You're losing them. We have 31 losses before the All-Star break. That's a, that's a second year in a that's a second year in a row now where you have 30 losses before the All-Star break. That's unacceptable. You can't make the playoffs like this. No. Joe, any last thoughts before we head on out, my friend? You look spent, my friend. You look burnt. You look how I feel. Yeah, it's I just want to win. You and I want I want I want our players to play. You and I both. I'm gonna I'm gonna end my my final thoughts here. Uh, Adam Silver, please uh, make the trading deadline day and the day after a free NBA day, so that we don't have these kind of games. And it's not just because it's the Lakers. It's just it's bad basketball when half your team is not there, and those are the kind of trades that are going on right now. So it's more it's more important now versus when it was back in the day where you'd have one guy getting traded. It's like the NFL trading deadline for decades until about until really when LeBron did his uh, decision situation. <laughs> yeah, because then then you also don't have situations like today where Cole Swider plays in a G League game yeah, in the morning I mean, you, and then you, gets called up to the big yeah. big squad. Okay. And what if he had gotten hurt? What if something like that had happened too? Like Joe's right, this, this stuff has tentacles and and there's shrapnel involved. It's just not a good product. Think about the product, guys. We are diluting the product, but every time I say that, every time I have a pride in it, we are not holding them accountable. And, it, and it, so it won't change. So we have to make a decision on that. But it's not just our decision. If, if us three decide that we're going to make a stand and not watch this until they fix load management, it's not going to do anything. No one gives a You should be able to edit half of that there. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what I'll do is I'll edit half of that. And your other one that you threw at 109.06, if I remember correctly. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Soro. Go ahead and check him out today at LakersBall.com. Also as well, if you need your lawn transformed into something much more magical than it is today and you live in the Southern California area, please go ahead and check out Simblades. Simblades with a Y.com. You know, the magic man is always here. Truly appreciate any time he gets out of Toronto traffic to stop on by to share his thoughts on the Los Angeles Lakers. And of course, you know me, got the Pop Culture Cosmos that's dropping tonight. Hopefully you'll get a chance to check it out this weekend where we talk Hogwarts Legacy, Magic Mike 3, Disney's Troubles, and so much more right there for you this weekend at the Pop Culture Cosmos and Inside Sports Fantasy Football where Chris Sardieri and I go ahead and preview the Super Bowl as well. So, guys, uh, hopefully that we can go ahead and have a better time out on Saturday at 5.30, starting with playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. No more losing. Hopefully the winning starts Saturday against the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to think positive. The moves were very solid. I'm, I'm very impressed with what Rob did with a depleting number of assets, and he's able to go ahead and turn around and find some things that 
on paper look like they're going to help turn around the Lakers and put them in the right direction. So we'll see. Hopefully everybody out there, that will be the same. Truly appreciate everyone out there watching and listening and taking time out of your day for our seven hours of coverage of Lakers basketball and the NBA trade deadline today. And actually even more than that, almost 10 hours when you, you talk about yesterday as well. So thank you so much for being a part of it. If you have any questions for us, Lakers Fast Break, wherever you have your social media. Courtside Lakers, big shout out to you out there. Appreciate everything that you're about. And if you like what we do, please go ahead and like and subscribe today so you can get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air. And of course, if you have any questions for us, and I've had some really good questions come this way, try it the old-fashioned way as well. Lakers Fast Break at yahoo.com big shout out to douglas for some great comments including one where he called out joe rightly so joe there was a lot of trades you know the play and didn't seem to slow that down this time around good good maybe you put a fire in your rear end that made it work good but yeah any questions for us lakers fast break we have to get your social media or lakers fast break at yahoo.com once again, the Lakers do lose 115 to 106. They're 25 and 31. Hopefully, they can start turning things around now. And that starts Saturday. Looking for a win on Saturday on the road at Golden State. And we'll be here to call it and watch along with you a playback and, of course, the post game for the best Lakers chat room that's out there. And thanks so much to Z, petting my cat. Everybody has been so sensational. Salami, Red Dog, Magic Man, Eduardo. So many great names. In fact, we got new subscribers, as you saw on the screen today. So thank you so much to everybody who newly subscribes. So you get the latest notifications. Howard Hill, truly appreciated. Everybody who was a part of what we were talking about today, we cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your day to catch us right here at the Lakers Festival.